Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're talking about the finale of Secret Invasion. And what does it mean? Who's a scroll? Who does what? All of those questions will probably not be answered because I feel like we didn't get all the answers we were looking for. But that's just my personal opinion. So we'll see what you guys think uh, about this final episode. First thoughts. What a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I was very disappointed. I'll just leave it at that and then we'll go into why. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily disappointed because I didn't think that it was a bad episode. It just wasn't it wasn't as big as all of us were hoping it was gonna be. It it felt like it had gotten such smaller scale from even the few previous episodes. I mean, it works out to just, I think, a few little groups of characters and the big action, you know, sequence that we see is, uh, it's weird to call it overwhelming since it includes every superpower we've seen from various Avengers uh, throughout the entire MCU, but it does kind of feel that way. Um, and it's probably rooted in the fact that we haven't yet gotten invested in these characters. Uh, Gravik has been this big bad and now he's gone. Sorry, spoilers. And we still haven't really made a personal connection with Gaia, who is now like maybe the most overpowered person in the universe. So yeah, yeah. we can, we can talk about all those things. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think I enjoyed it as an episode. I didn't enjoy it as a finale. Um, I think if there was like one more episode to kind of wrap things up, it would be nice. I feel like the pull for this episode was the super fight. And I think that they, I don't know it. 
they were like, oh, let's show off all these powers. But like you said, they're all powers that we've seen before. And this seemed like the perfect place to throw in some powers from characters that we haven't been introduced to yet that could tease future projects or that could just be a cool visual thing. Like when she turns her hand into the ice knife, the first thought was like, oh, Iceman. And then I was like, oh, no, it's the frost <laughs> giant or whatever, because we saw that she has yeah. that DNA. And I was like, that's so lame. It could have been such a cool reveal that she had frost powers. And it could have been from any number of ice-based superheroes from the Marvel Universe. But instead, it was like, nah, it's from this frost monster. I was like, ah, oh, okay. And then we did see some that, like, I don't know that it made a whole bunch of sense. Um, like Korg? <laughs> How do you get Korg DNA? What does that look like? It's not like he bleeds. It's just rock. So they just like pick up a piece of rock and they were like, oh, this is a piece of Korg. Yeah, that was interesting. But I don't yeah. know. We can, we can work our way up to the big fight. But... I think as far as uh, this leading to anything, I want to start by kind of like gauging what you think this is leading to. Because it, it felt like they were going to end this in a different way. And it didn't, it didn't seem to end in a way that leads me to believe anything else is happening other than oh, Fury's going back up to space so that this can be like a clean entry into the Marvels. He has his eye patch and his suit back on. He looks a little younger, which is weird. Like, yeah, he's been they, kinda... they like aged him up for the whole season. And then this ep this season or this episode, they were like, ah, oh, let's make him look a little younger. It's like, oh, that's weird. It's like he's been like, <laughs> just had that old grizzly kind of vibe look to him through the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the last time we see him in this, it's like he went to a spa for a week and <laughs> rejuvenated a little bit. And we know that they said something about, oh, the Kree are going to enter into peace negotiations or something like that. And we also know that in the Marvels, mm. the main villain is Kree, so maybe it's setting that up in some way. Can't be sure. Yeah, it just seems like too... Maybe too expected or too simple of an idea for them to be setting up the next movie when it's like we already know that that's coming. Yeah. Why wouldn't they set up something like Armor Wars well, I th I th or Secret Wars? I think or... they, from my viewpoint, it's like a lot of various setups. It seems like they didn't want to just mm. do their traditional thing and kind of lead it to like one specific path like they normally do because this feels very mm. like branched. Like in, in the final moments, like, you know, this definitely could open up and connect to Armored Wars. This is probably going to open up to Captain America Brave New World. It's opening up to uh, Thunderbolts. Like, See, I, I want to think that, but I feel like nothing stood out as a a direct setup for any of those things. Like, it would have been nice if we had found out that, like, Scroll Roadie had been selling off Stark Tech. Mm -hmm. Or, or even like you know the the Krees had been used or the scrolls had been using Stark Tech to perform these attacks. 
like something that would have tied, oh, Stark tech is being stolen. That would have been like, oh, that's a nod that like Armor Wars is coming up because we know now that Stark tech mm-hmm. is out there. This never mentioned it, never mentioned War Machine suit other than, you know, Rhodey saying it one time. Um, And then for the other things, I was looking for like a a new Captain America reference somewhere. Um, We saw that Captain America and Bucky's uh, or Winter Soldier is how it's listed, which is weird. They wouldn't just call him Bucky, but. Um, their DNA was taken, and I was like, what is there to take? Like, they didn't have superpowers. They just had enhanced strength and speed because of a serum, but, like, they would have gotten that from any number of other heroes that they would have taken DNA from. So that just seemed kind of like a waste of time (laughs) for them to take the DNA from. Same with, I mean, even thinking, like, Korg, right? We saw Gravik grow... So clearly he had some sort of Hulk. We also saw Abomination arms, which doesn't really make sense because Abomination wasn't a part of Endgame. Um, so then it's like, why take Korg? If Hulk and Abomination are clearly stronger than Korg, yeah. why would you bother taking like a weaker power? Well, that was like rushed and misleading because like I always just thought like the harvest was specific to like the events of like New York or Endgame or whatever. So it was kind of, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like, eh, let's, let's just start everyone in there. Like somehow yeah. they got it. And and even even some of the other ones, like uh, we saw, I think we saw the powers of all three of um, Thanos' all of children. All Thanos' children are in there. Yeah. And, and that didn't make sense either because it was like, I don't understand how DNA would give you the abilities i get that that's just kind of like a weird loose it's a comic book but something like mind control yeah or telekinesis i don't that just seems weird to me that he was able to change his arm to what that one's corvus glaive right is the uh, one that can yeah or was it use his yeah i think so and or, or ebony I, Ma. I know it's ebony mall was one of them that they showcased yeah. and I don't know. That just seemed like weird to me. And also if you had that ability, like why wasn't Scarlet Witch one of them? Yeah, I don't remember. She was there. Scarlet Witch is super That seems powerful. like a way yeah. powerful. Yeah, I don't. It just doesn't make sense. The things they chose to use. It's almost like they were just like, hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? Look, remember Korg? You guys like Korg? He has Korg arms. And it's like, that, that, I, it doesn't make sense, though. He, he has all these way more powerful powers. Like, why wouldn't he use it? Or even the fact that they had Captain Marvel powers. Why weren't they using that the whole time? She's stronger than any of those other when, ones, right? Uh, when Guy rose up in the air initially, I thought that it was going to be like her using Wanda powers. And I, I was like, oh, this is going to be like WandaVision. This is exciting. But then it was... <sighs> Carol Danvers, which is not bad, but again, why wouldn't she start with with Captain Marvel if she can blow a hole this big around through the dude? Right. And also, like, she could have just kind of sidestepped the whole fight if she'd have just used the Mantis powers and put him to sleep at first, then blew him up, and then you're done. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. 
We also saw her use ghost powers. Yeah, she's ghost. From mm-hmm. Ant-Man. That doesn't make sense. Why well, was Ghost wasn't a part of Endgame? Like, how did they get her power? I don't even know that we ever saw her bleed anywhere. Right. That they would have been able to. I picked her pick gum up, up off the street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you know I've I, I've mentioned this a lot, but it was just like it's very anime inspired. I mean, it's like you're basically watching mm-hmm. Super Saiyan Goku and Super Frieza just battle it out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean. It was it was fun. It was a fun fight to watch the first time. If you watch it again, it's like this doesn't my, make sense. That doesn't you make know, sense. You know, my issue, and I always fall trapped to this, is like I was partially spoiled to like what was gonna happen through social. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just an unfortunate thing. Cause it's like I don't know. Because, yeah, it, I don't know. It was kind of fun, but like I kind of knew. <laughs> about to happen yeah if you if you know what's there it like loses its glimmer so it's then it's kind of like okay get like we know how this is gonna end just get to the Mm -hmm. end but it also i'm still confused like wouldn't his healing ability still kick in yeah there was yeah yeah there was moments where you see you clearly see like he's healing rapidly and Mm mm-hmm yeah, that make that made no sense. Yeah, it's just it seemed like a fight for fight's sake, right? To show off That's all, all these powers exactly, that we've yeah. already seen, it's just... and then to just get rid of the bad mm-hmm. guy. <laughs> so, I I enjoyed it when I watched it, but then the the longer I sat on it and thought about it, I was like, you know, this doesn't make sense. And also, what a waste. They could have introduced new characters. They could have introduced new powers. They could have it's teased just, us with X-Men stuff. They could like, have done all that, but it was just so rushed. I mean, it, I would have been more intrigued if the end was showing that they were they had those abilities, but you don't actually see them right. It's just setting mm-hmm. up like this person is going to be super powerful. Like, how are they going to mm-hmm. stop this person? Or even like setting up those abilities but then not resolving Gravik's story mm-hmm. and being like, oh, so that means that these mutants are potentially out there, but they're scrolls. They're not yeah. the real person, which is something I really want to talk about. It's close to the end of the episode. I know we're kind of jumping all around mm-hmm. the episode, but when we see a certain person being unveiled underneath a little... I don't even know what you want to call it, like space scarf or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they have these like coverings on them. It's weird that the the pods there are different than the pods at New Skrullis. I don't know what the technology is that works on a bed mm-hmm. versus works on a little stand thing. But they pull this little cover off and it looks a lot to me like the guy that plays uh, Quicksilver in X-Men. Yeah, a lot of people are speculating that as well. Like, I've looked at the image. I mean, I could see that. Um, I could see that. It could be. It's just like a weird angle because you're not looking mm-hmm. directly on his face, but... Maybe. I just feel like it, it has to be somebody because it's weird that they would sit on it for so long 
Like they make a point to show you his face for a good 10 to 15 seconds, which doesn't sound long, but it's really long when you're watching. Right. Well, I did. Well, I, you know, I, I was, when I was watching this, the only thing I noticed was like, man, they're kind of staying on this screen or like this shot for longer. But I kept looking at the person and initially I didn't, I was just like, okay, this is clearly somebody with some importance. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is the lead into mutants. Maybe this will be, you know, Quicksilver and, They'll go down that mm. path, but we don't know. Don't... Which is interesting, but again, it feels like wouldn't you wouldn't you want to make it more apparent if that's who it is? Like even even if we could see the name, like if on the little touchpad mm-hmm. it said their name mm-hmm. and it said what's his name something butts. Oh, and, Ralph uh, Boner. <laughs> yeah, Ralph Boner. Yeah, if it if it said that, it would have been like, oh, you know, yeah. you could look at it as like, oh, there's a callback, or you could look at it as like. Oh, so Ralph is actually Quicksilver, mm-hmm. and maybe he was a Skrull, and he got caught up in Wanda's WandaVision. Like, that would have been cool. And if this episode has taught us anything, it's that Marvel's not afraid of a, of a, re- a retcon, rather. Um, so mm-hmm. they might down the road be like, ah, it was Quicksilver, even though it really was just nobody, and they just accidentally left that shot too long in the show. We don't know that. <laughs> but yeah, this yeah. this episode strongly suggests that Rhodey has been a scroll since uh, Civil War, which is a very mm-hmm. long time to be a scroll and not have anybody notice. And also, yeah. Rhodey was acting more like Rhodey during all that time, and during this show, he has not. He has been much more uh, dirtbaggy. Mm-hmm. So, is was that a different scroll? Did they swap scrolls? I mean, potentially, they they make it sound like once you take somebody's face, that's the person's face that you take. Mm-hmm. And then very quickly, they retconned that by showing that, like, you can take multiple mm-hmm. faces. But only certain scrolls seem to be able to have the ability to take multiple faces. Mm. The other ones were like, no, you take this one face, and this is your face. And you can't have any others. So... It's weird, sort of, it's, how they're yeah playing that up. Almost feels like you know it's like their religion, tradition, or whatever. It's like if you take this, yeah, like we said, like do you take this space? That's it. That is this is who you become. Mm-hmm. And some people are just like, yeah, I'm tired of doing that. Let me collect as many. Right. Because we see Gravik take on multiple people. Yeah, and. But then he makes a point to say, you don't recognize this face. Mm, and then yeah, he explains he has, his face. Yeah. And it's like the first person he's ever killed. So it was like, wait, so but, so you can take multiple people. But also, I mean, we see Gaia take like five or six faces throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. But she seems to be the only one that changes that often. But if you could change that often, then why wouldn't you be people all over the place? I mean, even when Gravik is with the group and they're attacking the president, he attacks the president as the face that he is. He doesn't change to like one of the soldiers or anything like that. And I, I was just like, this doesn't make sense though. Like if you could change into anybody, why wouldn't you change into anybody else? Like maybe there's a difference between taking the face and taking the face and the personality. And it's easy to just swap between faces. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to totally become that person, that's more of a process. 
Like we saw the scrolls mm-hmm. take faces whenever they first arrived on Earth in that one scene, and they just kind of like spontaneously popped up with the faces. Um, mm-hmm. But then we've seen other times where they only get the face once they take the memory and the personality and all that sort of stuff. So maybe it's just different processes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they even make a mention, right? Like when the the one guy comes to New Skrullis and they give him his face, he has to like touch the person to take their memories and stuff like that. So maybe it is a more in-depth process to like fully become someone versus just borrow somebody's likeness for a hot minute. But they don't really explain like, can you, is it like Transformers? Do they just need to see somebody and then they can transform into that face but not have their personality unless they do like the full mm. touch them and steal their memories. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wish that stuff like that was explained a little bit more, but what are you going to do? They had six <gasps> episodes. So <laughs> um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, I shouldn't have to say this, but spoiler alert. But I mean, by this point, things have already been spoiled. But when Gaia tricks Gravik by being Fury and goes down there and is like being affected, air quotes, by the radiation, it was like, okay, this makes sense, right? They're in Chernobyl, is mm-hmm. where they're like hiding. Mm-hmm. So then I started to think, well, hold on. They have all these humans in pods. The pods aren't fully enclosed or anything. So all of these humans that are down there, have they just been being blasted with radiation <laughs> this entire time? No, they keep, they keep like, putting those little fans in there. It just blows all the radiation away. It's fine. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like, as soon as... I mean, this was before she even revealed that it was it wasn't fury, but like he was taking the pills or whatever. He was coughing as he was walking. And I was like, Oh, that's right. It's like irradiated. And then all I could think was, even if they save Rhodey, is he going to be okay? He's been here for what we can only assume is like a couple years, maybe being just irradiated by Chernobyl leftovers. I can't imagine that's good for you. No, it would not be. (laughs) yeah so and then they come and save them and when they come to save them it's like normal people are there helping save them and i was just like but you're not even wearing like a hazmat suit or anything you're in like one of the most irradiated places on the planet and everyone is just fine with it unless you go down into that one room and then it's you're not okay with it i don't know again it's just so rushed like just Mm-hmm. I could have thought more of this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even if it was like they just, you know, if the people came in with suits or they were like, you know, a one-off with Gaia and, and Gravik about like, we can't keep these people here. They'll. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Die from radiation and Gravik's like, no, this technology protects them. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's lame that it was just sort of explained away really quick. But at the same time, at least there would be an explanation of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's we know that it's, Chernobyl and it's irradiated, but here's why it's somehow not affecting all of these people that are just basically in a coma there. Well, the thing that is the most rushed is what happens after this, which is after Ritson makes that rule that says that all the scrolls have to get off the planet or they will be murdered. It starts a whole thing of people being killed left and right being taken for scrolls and some of them aren't and it's like causing more mm. or less like a war and we see fury mm. like getting his wife off the planet and everything at the end but i feel like the aftermath could have been a whole episode by itself mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point uh, that whole moment i wish they would have dived more into that because it's like that's when things get like intense and disturbing and it's just setting up like we need some episodes around that. I feel like if anything is setting up anything in the series, it's that and it's setting up secret war, which is fine. Um, they just need to do some other things to set it up as well. Like mm-hmm. explain more about who's actually a scroll or who knows about the scrolls or who's doing what about it. Yeah. But they they did make a quick mention um, that could potentially be leading to the Thunderbolts uh, where Fury says that's that's a one-term president mistake. Yeah, so that's real one-term president <laughs> yeah. stuff. And, and, and that sort I, of leads you to I believe feel, that, yeah. like, oh, okay, they can replace the president whenever they need to. Yeah. And, that's definitely a setup for sure. Yeah, but... It is strange that Fury wouldn't have 
had a little more pull on the president in terms of him. Basically, Fury saved him, and then he woke up and was like, okay, everybody, kill all the scrolls." And it's like, whoa, man, that like, what a hard turn from, oh, hey, we should protect these people. Also, don't trust Rhodey. He's not, he's a Skrull. And then the president was just like, ah, kill them all. Do, you know, do your civil duty and pull out your guns and find all the scrolls. And it's like, whoa, man, <laughs> a little aggressive. I mean, yes and no. Um, especially if you've watched Oppenheimer. Like there, there's a there's a presidential moment that's kind of like the same vibe. Hmm. Well, I mean, and all you know, all of this is hot on the heels of, or I guess, I guess the uh, the UFO debriefing <laughs> was hot on the heels of this <laughs> finale episode. Um, it almost seemed like viral marketing or something, guerrilla marketing. Oh, for, that's what everyone was saying that's, for Secret yeah. Wars. That's it was like the the day before. Everyone's just. Don't you find it odd that we're getting the finale of Secret Invasion about aliens hiding on the planet, and then we're about to get a hearing that UFOs probably <laughs> exist, <laughs> right? Um, but it it made me think, like, you know, I wonder what what people would do. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of movies out there about it, and all the movies like quickly villainize the aliens like mm-hmm. um mars attack is you know the perfect mm-hmm. right they come to earth and everyone is like oh we should be nice to them and they throw the doves and that freaks the aliens out and then they kill everybody and that's you know the beginning of that movie <laughs> and i feel like if if aliens were real and we found out like oh yeah they are here i as you know i would love to meet an alien and mm-hmm. befriend them Take me up, beam me up, Scotty. But I feel like that is kind of how it would go, right? People would be like, "Oh, we gotta find them and and kill the aliens, right?" And it's like, ah, but you know, no, we don't have an actual Nick go, Fury to. They gotta no this, this this with the scrolls. It makes more sense to do like a close encounters, you know? Yeah, yeah. They should be like, hey, some of y'all come with us. We'll teach you everything we know. Or like we said before, whatever <laughs> Fury, somebody has to be able to come up with some sort of scanner, right? Oh yeah, and just 100%. be like, hey, if you're a scroll, like that's cool. But if you're sneaking around being a scroll like that, hold on, that's not as cool. And we'll scan everybody and find you. That to me this, seems better than like oh, we're this, gonna just just shoot people. Man, they they could have done something like. Especially after uh, Ritson's whole announcement, it would have been so cool to see like a scene where he's walking into you know his board meeting at the White House or whatever you call them, where everyone's in the room. He mm-hmm. sits down, like signs you know the the document or whatever for the day, and then when everyone sits down, everyone around him transforms into their scroll <laughs> appearance. That would have been cool. Yeah, like what would he do at that point? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I did have to keep reminding myself during his little speech. I was like, these people should be freaking out. They found out there's aliens and that they're around. And I was like, oh, yeah, New York. They, they know there's aliens. Yeah, It's not a surprise anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They're like, yeah, man, we know. We've seen We've them. got yeah. a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, I think, 
thing about it, yeah, the younger generation is like, yeah, I went to school with Spider Man, like all good, no right? Big deal. Also, f- five years ago, I turned into dust and then I came back. Like, yeah. oh yeah, we, I guess we could talk about the there whole, are aliens here. Yeah. Oh no, we could talk about the whole blip moment, which kind of appreciated that you know his little thoughts around the blip, and he was more or less just relieved because it's just like he's got so much weight on his shoulder, like trying mm-hmm. to basically save the world and the universe every day, along with two different species. And <laughs> yeah, see, see him just being like done and take a break. I, I will say like, I think it was super interesting. His whole, the like blip storyline, mm-hmm. like him talking about how he felt about it and how, like when he came back, he was just like, I'm back. I want to do things differently. And I think it was super interesting. And it was a a way for us to relate to Fury in a new way and like really understand his character. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like that story was sidelined. Like we really only got it in bits and pieces. And by the end, it was just sort of like you've said the same thing every single time this has been brought up, but we haven't seen you like work through it or or even like explain a little bit more. It was just like, we get it. You, you were blipped and you came back and you were like, wow, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to spend time with the people I love. But then the entire season revolves around you not doing that and avoiding Mm -hmm. the person that you love and Mm -hmm. doing your old job again. So it was like, why did they spend so much time throwing that in there when like they he didn't do any of the things that he was saying he wanted to do once the blip happened. So I don't know. This, this, this series feels like it's one that should truly have a real impact on everything else moving forward. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's not going to happen because I almost wonder if this should have been a movie because the, the things that happened and how it could impact so many different stories moving forward. Like how would they make it work for those that don't watch the Disney plus series? I agree. I I definitely think it should have been a movie because I feel like we're getting the same vibes from the movies that we did when agents of shield came out where it was like, here's this series that is clearly playing into the movies and here are all the movies that are just completely ignoring the series and like all of the big things that are happening in the series that you would think would have either an impact or even just something as small as a mention yeah. in the movies. And they just completely ignore it. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Perfect example. Big deal, right? We got a new Captain America they saved the world from the Flag Smashers, which mm-hmm. seemed like they would have been a bigger problem since they were all over the world. Yeah. None of that has been mentioned in any of the movies. And how many of scrolls were a part of that? Right. Right. <laughs> and and also like the the president's, you know, call to action had a lot of flag smasher vibes. And I mm-hmm. feel like we're going to get a new form of the flag smashers that are going to be like the scroll hunters or something. Mm. And it feels like this, this series should get a second season, but doesn't need to have Nick Fury be the main character. 
Like, I don't, I don't know that this series needs to have a main character. You know what I mean? I, I think the series yeah. can just revolve around if the actions of the people and the things that are going on. Yeah. And it didn't really need to revolve so much around what Fury was doing. It could have revolved more around, like, what the scrolls as a whole were doing and, like, this, the fact that they were split sort of down the middle for a long time. And then that sort of turned into all the scrolls being against Gravik. And I feel like that was more interesting to me than watching Fury sort of wander around and be mad and then put on his eye patch. And then mm -hmm. he didn't really do anything. You know what I mean? Like realistically guy is the one that stopped Gravik. Fury right. wasn't even there. All he no. did was, shoot roadie scroll and drink bourbon yeah 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 well of course yeah and then go up to the space station so it was like ah do you know did we need to be like this is the nick fury show i don't know i think we could get another season of this that could lead more into a secret wars movie mm -hmm. that that again should just be focused on like the conflict between humans and scrolls. It doesn't need to be focused on the conflict of one particular human and the scrolls. Mm -hmm. I think that would be more interesting. Just like Civil War. I mean, if you think about Civil War, they leaned real heavy on the Cap and Iron Man as like the leads for that movie, mm -hmm. but they weren't really the most interesting part of that movie. The most interesting part was like figuring out who was on what side, mm -hmm. what each side stood for, and what's the impact on the world of this happening. Yeah. That's the story. There doesn't yeah. need to be like a lead that carries the story. Just tell us the overall story. That's what's interesting. So at least to me, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody, but <laughs> I'm interested to see where this leads. I'm interested to see if we ever hear about this ever again or if it was just like there's scrolls among it's, us and... it's too hard to say with disney marvel continuously changing their minds about things mm -hmm. right um yeah, they're walking yeah. into like dc territory where it's like they don't know what they want to do so they just I keep think they, doing stuff. i think yeah it does seem like they kind of know they're on somewhat thin ice mm -hmm. with how they've approached like their content strategy and um yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. And and again, we also with you know the writers, the strikes going on. How is that going to impact things? Because mm -hmm. um, we know what we'll still get the Marvels. That's done, right? Yep. And we have Loki. Yep. Coming out, and were those the only? Were those the last two Marvel properties coming out this year? Unless I um, release Echo. Or an Echo, yeah. yeah. But Echo sounds like yeah. it's already done if they're going to release that all yeah, at once. So. Yeah, because they said they're going to release it all at once. Yeah. yeah, so we've got, yeah. But so yeah, I don't I think we have any other movies this year. Yeah, I guess whenever we get to the conference this fall, they'll probably give us an update on mm -hmm. where things stand. Because I don't even know what other ones are in production other than Deadpool 3, and I know that that right. was put on hold because of the, mm -hmm. the strike, so... Mm -hmm. Are they have they wrapped the new Captain America already? I don't think so. I don't. So maybe that one shut down so. too. Yeah. And I don't know how this is affecting editors either. Like I don't know if, you know, 
I know that this is actors and writers that are on strike, but I don't know if editors are striking as well. So if there's something that they finish shooting the most for the most mm-hmm. part, I don't know if they could be still editing that stuff. So Captain America could be done shooting. They could just be in the right. editing phase. Based but, on uh, Mason, I would say that they are probably still working. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if that's going to, if that's an improvement on things or, or things like, um, what if season two, right? Like that's all animated. So are are the animators still cranking away on that? If they've already recorded all the voice lines, could we get that early or out of sequence, I guess from it's interesting because I feel like a couple years ago, the issue was they kept pushing back stuff because of COVID Mm -hmm. and it threw things out of whack. And we got like series before we were supposed to, and we got movies after we were supposed to, but before other movies that didn't make sense. And, now it's sort of like, well, now there's the strike going on, so are things going to be bumped and put out of order based on when they were finished versus when they were supposed to release? Or are we going to stick to the release schedule and just push everything back as a whole? Hmm. We should ask Kevin after he takes a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think overall as a series, I enjoyed it. Is a little darker than some of the other series, um, but I think it was a fun story. I think it has potential as far as things it sets up. So I guess we'll see. Any uh, yeah. final thoughts? Uh, I like. I like. I did like the the style and the tone they were kind of going for, but I mean it's opposite for me. Like this is one that's definitely going to rank lower on my list. It's kind of on that border of just being forgettable because I think it was a little too rushed and wasn't as impactful as I it needed to be. I understand that. I, I think that, you know, I, I agree. It was definitely rushed. And, you know, we've seen that before, even in some of the series with more episodes. So it was even more upsetting that, like, you knew you were going to be rushed if you had 12 episodes and instead you had six episodes. So it was like doubly rushed. Um, But I think that if I, if I look at it as like, what did this set up versus what have some of the other things set up? I do feel like this sets up a little bit more than things like She-Hulk, which I enjoyed Mm She-Hulk. I don't know that that's going to lead to anything else uh, other than season two of She-Hulk. Because that's it. Hopefully more She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and maybe a glimpse at what the MCU's version of Daredevil is going to be like. I don't know. But. Listeners, you can't hear this, and I'm sure you two are wondering what I'm doing, but there is an old school ice cream truck <gasps> blasting their music driving through my neighborhood <laughs> right now. And it just like, I heard that music. I was like, what is that? And then I just finally saw them slowly driving past my house. That used to happen in my old neighborhood, and I always hated it. It was so loud, and they would—it was like they would just park in front of our house, and I was like, "Go, go I away!" Wish. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> like we had one drive through our old house, and but the thing is, it's like they don't stop. You know, mm. I wish they would just kind of like find a central area and stop and wait a while and give people a chance. Yeah. But. Ours was our central area was right in front of our house, so. All I heard was, hello. I was like, God, please. 
Well, that does it for Secret Invasion. Uh, if you haven't watched it, I don't know that, you know, anyone's going to say rush out to see it. You need to see it right the second. But I think that it is something that you should watch because I do believe that more will come from this series than I feel like the past couple series, especially as far as the future goes for the MCU. They, they set up a lot of things that are going to have long-term effects, I think. so. Also, they did put uh, this series on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, you know, even if you don't have Disney+, Plus, you can if you have Hulu, you can go check it out, which is I thought was interesting. If anything, I would definitely say go watch Miss Marvel before the Marvels comes out. <laughs> yes. Because uh, that series, is, I thought, was a lot of fun. Yeah. And and um, stay tuned for our Miss Marvel episode because um, I'm excited for that. Or the Marvels. Stay tuned for the Marvels, the Marvels episode. I'm excited yeah. for that. Um, and then also, if you do have Disney Plus, look out because in August, I believe the – I think it's like late August or mid-August, uh, Guardians 3 will be coming to Disney Plus for streaming. Yes. So – Next week. Oh, it's the beginning I of August. Next, I, th- I thought it was next week. It might when, be. Uh, Guardians. There was like two things that I know are coming out in August that I was excited for, and I keep getting them. Percy Jackson, I think, starts, and maybe that's the one that starts in late August. Um, August 2nd, so next Tuesday. All right. Uh, wait, right? No, it's the oh, second. after. Is, uh, au- wait, it is. No, it's Thursday. Hang it's on. the second. Is it Thursday? Or Wednesday. Oh, Sorry, okay. Wednesday is the second. <laughs> Gotcha. Anywho, I did pre-order the steel book for it, so I'll be picking that up too. <laughs> nice, nice. We'll be sure to so, post a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I, we will get up, showcase that on our social. Um, yeah, I thought something else was. We got a lot of cool stuff releasing in August, actually. Mm-hmm. So, join us next time. We'll. I guess we'll continue Jessica Jones because um, we have. Yeah, when you get back to that, because we're like right there at the end of the season. So I want to know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll continue Jessica Jones uh, and, and wrap that up. Uh, and then hopefully by then we'll get to do the Marvels and maybe by then find out what the future is going to hold as far as release dates for things. Um, and we'll keep you all informed. So. Anyone have a question for this week? Aliens. Question mark. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> yeah. one. If you haven't, go go watch the debriefing or at least see the uh, the highlights from it. Tell us what you think. You think aliens walk and or fly and or swim among us? And we will. The truth is out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, we'll end on the uh, the theme from the X Files. Yes, do it. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.